0: because of covid it actually uh was about 2 million a year ago and this last year was around 1.5 million so we did see a little bit of a fall off
1: you are listening to conversations with nathan Latka. now if you're hearing this it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed to subscribe go to getlatka.com when you subscribe you won't hear ads like this one You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting, like Hello, everyone. My guest today is Tom Nignesh. He is the president of Vivid Learning. He brings a wealth of knowledge about 3D from healthcare, marketing, and technology and loves learning and finding new ways to engage learners to improve learning outcomes. Tom, you ready to take us to the top? Yes. All right. Thanks, Nathan. Really appreciate you having me on. You bet. So folks want to follow along, it's vividlearning.com. What's the company do? Uh,
0: We help education publishing companies create uh, engaging 3D interactive content To improve student engagement, uh, as you can imagine, getting, keeping kids interested right now, especially with online learning is really uh, difficult. And so that's an area that we can really help improve
1: for education publishers, curriculum providers, et cetera. And who are you selling to the, the teacher directly or the school system?
0: Um, actually, we're entirely B2B, so we, we market our solutions to again, education publishers or 3D uh, interactive providers. and then they market our solutions to schools, universities, et cetera.
1: Who pulls off the credit card though and pays you?
0: Uh, superintendents at, at K12 school environments or you know pre, uh, president or, or
1: provost at a university. And how much, on average, are these superintendents paying you per month?
0: Uh, per month is is around anywhere from, you know, I, we do everything on an annual basis, so it's anywhere from two dollars per user per year up to five hundred to a thousand
1: dollars. Depends on the, the device or a thousand per user per year. Yes. So if someone has a hundred students and they pay a thousand for each student for for, uh, for a year.
0: Yeah, so some of our uh, device our device specific solutions, and on, it basically you could have a hundred students
1: run through a single device, and so that's why. Oh, got so it. It's more seat-based. so. Who, who is a user when you say two dollars per user per year? What do you mean by user? I thought it was a student. Um, yeah,
0: so they're, they're typically uh, a student again at the K twelve level. We our sweet spot right now is is uh, seventh and eighth grade, so middle school,
1: and then with our anatomy solutions. They go all the way up to higher ed. So, so before we go and get the backstory of how you launched this thing, I mean, what is the, I guess, the average annual contract value one, uh, one of your customers is gonna be paying you?
0: Um, so one of these schools might be around uh, $1,000 per year. Okay. So per
1: building. Okay, got it, got it. Now, what's the backstory here? When did you launch? We are uh, a
0: company that started in 2007 the uh, the initial solution was was desktop based. Mm-hmm. It was an installed solution, um, running through a projector, and then students would each have 3D glasses on. And as you can imagine, over the last like ten years, we've we've really moved towards more of a web based solution. And the offerings are now, rather than uh, one-time sales, they're all uh, software as a service.
1: And how many customers are you serving now today?
0: Uh, we are at about 2,000 school okay. districts and probably
1: 100 plus uh, higher ed institutions. So. Got it. So can I take 2,000 times the $1,000 ACV? You're doing about $2 million a year in revenue? Yes. Yep. That's great. Congrats. What were you doing exactly a year ago so we can calculate growth rate?
0: Um, well, actually, because of COVID, it actually uh, was about 2 million a year ago, and this last year was around 1.5 million. So we did see a little bit of a fall off, um, but we also completely revamped our system over the last year. And so that new platform architecture mm-hmm. is something we're, we're super excited about. Basically, we're, we're currently developing a YouTube-like environment um, except where the content will be okay. interactive and, and sometimes 3D. Mm-hmm. And so that, that step
1: back, if you will, enabled us to really just kick forward on some new ideas. So, so 2 million in 2019 pre-COVID, you take a little hit, yeah. 1.5 million last year. You'll think we you get back up to past 2 million run okay. rate right this year? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think the, the beauty again of this new interactive uh, platform is that we can onboard new partnerships a lot faster um, with this web-based environment, and you know, again, that development effort, even with a, a scale back sales,
1: uh, really, really helps us in the long run. So mm, that makes that makes sense. Now, do you remember the first year you did a million in? What year was that?
0: Uh, the first year we did a million in was probably around 2016, 2017.
1: Mm-hmm. And how
0: did you get your first, like, you know, 10 customers? First 10 customers came about through again these these various partnerships. We work with companies like Sengage Learning, um, Hill Elsevier. So these are some of the biggest names in education publishing. And um, basically they have the feet on the street. We provide this uh, solution and you know, again, around the the student engagement aspects and so. We,
1: I, I would say, early days it was all about the wow factor of 3D. Right? How did you incentivize this- them? Though, I mean, there must have been a bunch of companies trying to do what you did. How did you? How did you convince Memorial Hill to sell your product?
0: Um, basically, by creating a, a, a way for them to do it easily. Um, embedding the product within their solutions was easy, based on the, the APIs that we had written. Um, you know, allowing them to, to take what we had done and just plug it right into their existing platforms was really the key.
1: Got it. And, and how did you finance this? Are you bootstrapped or have you raised Uh bootstrapped company from, from the beginning? Yeah. We, we love that. We lo- any plans to raise?
0: Uh, you know, we, we looked at it. We've entertained the idea a few times, but never really, yeah. uh, thought it was necessary. I mean, we, we, carry a, a significant amount of cash consistently just to, to make sure that we can always pay everyone and mm-hmm. take care of our team. So I think, you know, I think right now, at least we're in a good position.
1: What's a significant amount of cash?
0: Uh, any given day, you know, we're we're... 500 K plus, you know, on hand. So Mm -hmm.
1: that's, that's always the goal. And why do you, why do you run the business that way? I love it. But you know, VC backed folks be like, why do you sit on that much cash? Did you have some horror story in the past that makes you a bit more conservative on the cash side or no? Uh,
0: no, not really. But you know, again, we just, we always want to be ahead of the (coughs) curve and really have foresight on, you know, if we come up with this new idea, that's going to be expensive. Um, and we, we start to see traction, we want to be able to spend money, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't want to have to
1: go out and raise in yeah. order to do it. So, w- what would you value the business at today? I know you're not looking to sell, but what would you value it at?
0: I would say we're we're easily a, a seven to ten million dollar business right now, mm-hmm. um, but you know it depends on the valuation, depends on the brand, any given day, so things like that. And what's your
1: team size today? How many folks? Uh, seven, seven people. Seven people. How many engineers? Uh, we have. Four engineers. Okay, and and at this price point, can do you have quota carrying sales reps or no? No,
0: no. It's just uh, myself on the sort of the sales end, and then um, our our CEO is is a professor at the University of Iowa, and so he's he's kind of
1: in and out. And uh, what what are you? Sorry, I thought you were CEO. No, I'm the president of the company. Sorry, I. How does that, what does that mean? How do you guys work together?
0: Um, basically, I run day-to-day operations, and then you know he's he's involved with um, bigger, high-level decision-making, mm-hmm. hiring, etc. But
1: are you like co-founders? Do you own equity? I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay, got it. So you guys are your co-founders. You just split roles. Yes. I yeah. See. And I came in later, but again, brought
0: up a lot of these ideas of software as a service, um, changing to this
1: web-based approach, things like that. So. And Tom, talk to me about getting new customers, right? What are you paying fully weighted to get a new thousand dollar a year customer?
0: Um, Again, like the marketing side of it is, is with these education publishing companies. So we, our spend is, is really just on getting more of them. Um, but, you know, I can imagine they're, they're spending a, a decent amount of money, but they're also keeping these customers for for quite some time. I mean, we a couple of years ago, we were worried about churn um, through some of these partnerships. It got down to I think around 85% renewal and now we're up around 90 plus. So mm-hmm.
1: it's,
0: that really is my biggest
1: concern is if, if we have some fall off. And what do you pay McGraw Hill as a kickback?
0: Um, basically, every one of our partnerships is some kind of a rev share. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some of them are, it's 50-50, others are you know much smaller percentage, things, things like that
1: is, is how we try to drive the business. I love it. It makes a lot of sense. Tom, what's the next big product you guys are working on?
0: Uh, really this roadmap that we're working on is just new wow. templates. So we want to create uh, different slides essentially that will support animation in 3D, custom models, being able to compare things side by side, adding images, video, um, more quiz types, we want to plug in some, some other uh, APIs. So imagine like a WordPress type plugin environment mm-hmm.
1: for 3D asset creation. If Chegg came along and offered you guys 7 to 10 million bucks to buy the company, would you sell? No. I mean, we're really, we're so excited about what we're doing right now that it'd be a hard time. What do you think about Chegg right now? They're in the news, you know, valuations going up, but a lot of teachers say, listen, you're helping people cheat. It's, it's, it's not a good, it's, it's a horrible value.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I try to just stay on the periphery, especially when it comes to that. I mean, we see ourselves as more of a software-based firm. And so, you know, what, what happens in education right now is it's tricky. I mean, I have two kids, they're online there is the tendency for them to be able to look up answers and things like that. But, um, they also have access to much more information than we did.
1: So, you know, it's a give and take. Tom on that note, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, right now
0: I'm really excited about, um, product like growth. I
1: mean, we're, we're seriously
0: considering going to more of a freemium approach with what we're doing. And so really excited about that. I've been taking, uh, some coursework from from dan martell and so
1: that that's where that came from big fan of dan number two is there a ceo you're following or studying
0: i i would say you know again dan at this point just trying to learn from his uh past and you know i've I've been following a lot of the the ceos within you know your nathan Latka group and very interesting as well. I, I had the good fortune of working with a, a amazing CEO and Carl Jacob many years ago, followed him for about seven
1: years. And so I still look up to Carl, I still you know follow him quite a bit. So Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business?
0: Uh, I mean, right now I'm really heavy into Google Analytics just because we really want to better understand usage you know, when we look at our North Star metric, it's really number of views. So how, how often is our interactives, you know, being utilized within these different partnerships is really where we, we need to study. So and Tom, how many hours,
1: how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? I I sleep
0: well. I mean, I, I would say anywhere from s- six to ten hours, you know.
1: Okay, fair Some, nights, some nights are e- easier than others. And what's your situation? Uh, married, single kiddos? Uh, married and two children. Two kids. How old are you? I am forty-eight years old. Forty-eight. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty?
0: Oh, you know, I really uh, wished. You know, I would have come up with a Instagram, especially at that age. I was really into photography,
1: and so I think that would have been the number one for me. Guys, vividlearning.com launched in 2007, had their first million-dollar year in 2016, took a hit in 2020 with COVID, dropped a $1.5 million run rate, but hoping to break back up past $2 million this year. They're working with over 1,000 school systems, uh, sorry, 2,000, many many thousands of school systems, 2,000, that each pay about $1,000 a year to access their technology, mainly superintendents or provosts purchasing the software. All bootstrapped, which we love. Tom, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Really appreciate it.